This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Ryan. Jake said that we could do this episode in 20 minutes, so that's what we're going to attempt to do. All right. We're going to start with the news or should we bullshit? I don't know. Jake, what do you want to do? Let's talk about the news. Did you see Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, they're talking about Tails and Knuckles is going to be in the new episode or yeah. the new uh, uh, movie. God damn it. I'm sucking right now. Right, I'm starting to think we're not going to beat this. Uh, Chaos gonna... Emerald Stone story. That Jim Carrey's return, Knuckles' return, Tails is going to be there. My <laughs> God. Um, Kevin Spacey books his first movie role since Scandal. He's shooting Italy. What do you think about that? Fuck that guy. All right. But it'll probably be a good movie because he's he's actually a good actor. He is a good actor, but man, as a person, he st- seems to make some very poor decisions. He it, does not he doesn't respect boundaries, doesn't respect people. Just like we're he, respecting all of you by rushing through everything for some unknown reason this week. Yes, Eternals first trailer is here, introduces the latest Marvel team. I saw it, I felt nothing. What about you, Jake? That big spaceship looked cool. It looked like a box. It looked like a, well, it was more of a triangle shape. Jake, I'm already starting to slow down, right? Well, I just want to tell you that I absolutely cracked up with this meme that you posted about Elliot Musk crimes (laughs) and their son in 2050, which is the, uh, the cast of Chappie. Yep. That cracked me up. Diane Ward and Chappie and man. Good stuff. Wasn't it? It was X and verge Two delayed again. Free documentary released. My, the, I think the most fascinating tidbit about that piece of news, Ryan, mm-hmm. is that you don't know what the word documentary is. Documentary. Yeah. You know, when you point a when you point a camera at something and documentary in it. My father calls those documentaries. Documentaries. Me and my sister, we've gone through the world in a wrong way. I think there's a lot to unpack there, Ryan. I think we I think we need to take a step back. No, we don't. I Sonic think the Hedgehog gets his, his own digital showcase <laughs> on May 27th. Sonic the Hedgehog pieces of news this week. Well, we hit them back to back in less than a minute. Let's go. <laughs> Man, it's almost like when you uh, peel the layers back of all of us, of all our faffing around, there's not much to this show. Get out of here. Sony's next state of play is all about Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. We watched some trailer of that. It looked pretty crazy, very vibrant. And we were in San Francisco. How do we know? Because there's Golden Gate Bridges. That guy got punched in the gut and he's like, I'm going to finish this sentence. We both audibly laughed out loud. Yes, there was a man who got beat up uh, in the um, video that we saw. And I thought it was going to get stepped on by an elephant. But, but he, he didn't. didn't. No, I think they were just pranking him. So it's good to see that there's like the future equivalent of jackass. Even when they're like cavemen people and robots, they're still just fucking around. And they they be fucking. Yeah, they'll, and they'll punch Quentin. each other, punch each other in the dick. They'll probably launch. I'm sure we'll get like a porta potty launched with somebody inside of it. Timothy Chalamet is playing a young Willy Wonka. Am I excited about it? Did I pronounce his name right? Nope, nope, nope. Jake Chal- Timothy Chalamet. Yep. Shout, 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 let it all out. Um, M. Night Shyamalan is going to be a Dingo, Willy, man. Willy Wonka. The Hellraiser reboot is coming to Hulu. Uh, the first movie made me feel weird after watching it. Um, am I excited about seeing some guy with pins all in his face and there's like a Pandora's box? No. How about yourself, Jake? I think you're, I think you're uh, misquoting Clive Barker's classic 1987 horror film Hellraiser. Uh, made by Spyglass Media is going to be the studio behind the project, which is directed by David Bruckner, Ooh, who previously David. filmed horror That's titles, delicious. The Nighthouse, The Ritual, along with the sci-fi film, The Signal. Anyways, that was me stalling. Powerpuff Girls live action series being reworked what are names, at Ryan? CW. What are names? 
will not air this fall. So me and Jake had talked about this earlier, and I went through and I was like, this blossom, buttercup, and b- a buttercup, lover cup. And I said that they couldn't use it because Reese's had um, trademarked uh, buttercup. Yeah, they did. They And you thought that butter. maybe one of these blossom, women. Blossom butters and Reese's butters. Butters. butters from <laughs> butters from South Park. Yes. Oh more. Um Butters. <laughs> butters. Let's see. Uh Valve making a Nintendo Switch like gaming PC. Are you excited? I see that sure. Nintendo Switch is making a new is a new console or just more power higher higher powered. Higher powered. Uh, I believe it's going to yeah. be more expensive than the one currently. Probably, but anyway, definitely. Um, also, Amazon <laughs> bought MGM Studios. That actually went through. Oh, they actually. So yeah, we were going to talk about that, but since they've already done it, damn. We talked about it last week a little bit. Guess you're. Guess we're going to have uh, James Bond on Amazon. Maybe doubtful. I don't know. I think that I did read that the only reason that Jeff Bezos, there are the main reason Jeff Bezos. Bezos yeah, the main reason he was interested in buying MGM was something to do with they held the rights to uh unaired footage of the apprentice i heard that too and like and outtakes where like donald trump says like the n-word and like calls eric the r-word and stuff and so that was the real reason he was interested in buying that multi-billion dollars he wanted to pay like twice what mgm was worth because they're not doing well financially he got them by the car cares they're valued at like four and a half billion he was willing to pay like nine for it just for like allegedly for uh, outtakes of the apprentice. So that's those boys don't seem like they get along. Um, Yeah. It's all. Yeah. It's almost like it's one billionaire boys club and they're fighting, but man, Jake, you're really slowing down the pace here. Edgar Wright's last night in Shoho trailer is a (laughs) a portal back to creepy 1960s (laughs) London. Um, We watched this trailer. I thought it was pretty good. The way it ended was quite unexpected. And there was some questionable things that happened. At first, I was like, this looks dumb. But then I was like, hmm, this is quite captivating. Jake, how did you feel? (laughs) I thought it looked pretty cool. Perfect. Um, the Little Mermaid so the, Sebastian voice actor <laughs> Samuel gonna... E. Wright, born in South Carolina, not in the Caribbean, dead at 74. He will live his life, you guessed it, under, under the, the sea. sea. Rest in peace. This uh, is going to be one of those episodes where we have to play back in like half speed. No, no. Can I just say, can I just say no before we get on to more news? The reason that I was joking about. Uh, doing this episode really really fast because it's a Zack Snyder movie so we're doing the opposite of what Zack Snyder does with all of his movies where they draw it out for as long as possible and we're like what if we were the anti Zack Snyder and just go through it completely as fast as possible (laughs) you said that we couldn't get it done in 20 minutes i looked at you and i said challenge accepted challenge accepted um so in the movie that we're going to be looking at tonight um there is a pilot tig no Tig Nataro. Nataro replaced Chris she's the helicopter Delia in Army of the Dead. Um so basically they took him out, they just put a white out pin in everything that he was in, erased him, and then they put her in there. And her acting in this movie, dreadful, but the whole movie was not that great. So um it was okay. Nothing great. Wild. Yeah, um it's a it's a nice and pretty amazing technical feat that they were able to do that but i don't feel that chris delia would have brought literally anything else to this movie than dignitaro did um i feel uh, like he brought more firepower i was well aware of who he was i was not aware of who she was i've heard the name before and i'm I'm, i know who she is but it's i don't know the fact that i read this afterwards and didn't notice that there they had done that i didn't either it blew my mind literally cgi'd over him so it works instead of <laughs> instead of reshooting anything. So that in and of itself was uh, was pretty fucking impressive, if you ask me. CG CD Project Red still doesn't know when Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will be back on the PlayStation well, Network. It's been five. It's been almost six months now. So yeah, what I remember, people were so outraged by this. What what has the game gotten better? Does anybody know? So any so basically, what's happened is uh, they continue to patch it. Uh, if you bought it on the PC. However, uh, you'll note that they, they're selling the disc version, so you can still walk into a store and buy the disc 
version for like 20 bucks on PlayStation or Xbox, but it's, you can't buy it digitally from, uh, from PlayStation. I think you can from Microsoft, but that might be a wise investment. $20 for a game that's going to have a ton of load time. But once you get there, then it might be actually a great game. Yeah. It's almost like they should have just released it on the PC and kept working on it for consoles. But instead the, of just releasing it broken and then expecting people to kind of stay, but see, they've been working on it for years and years. I think they got backed into a corner. Yeah. They, uh, put a date on it and they let that date slip four times. And they're like, well, we have to put it out now, but we can't let anyone know that it runs still runs like shit on consoles. Well, I show you the Even, PC version. Yeah. Now that's, we've, we've talked about that already and I got, I got burned by that as well. Cause I, I still don't have a PS five, but even the, you place, don't have a PS five. I don't. That's what I said. Oh, okay. I said I don't have a PS5, and that's why I got burned by it. But even the PlayStation version they released was not was still broken, even on the PS5. So it, it's just it's a fucking shit show. <laughs> it's it's crazy that that like you never hear like video games get released all the time that are not like finished, but you never see them in like the New York Times and stuff like that where they're talking about it. So they really fucked it pretty pretty bad in that in that case uh so underground yeah. greek gay porn hard fist <laughs> in the ass maybe maybe we'll be out one day i don't know we'll, eh. we'll see i'm not holding my breath for it and honestly yeah, i don't might really, die i don't really care about it that much at this point <laughs> so um kevin clark known for playing the drummer freddie jones at school of rock was killed in a bicycle accident in chicago in his own neighborhood 20 year old girl hit him killed him um he was 32 what that is sad and also makes me uh, kind of scared because uh, I'm also a cyclist. <laughs> well, stop, Jake. <laughs> well, stop what? Stop. <laughs> stop driving your bike. Stop driving my bike. Yeah, because you ride, you clock crazy miles. So, yeah, we don't know if Kevin Clark was doing this for exercise or if this was his only mode of transportation. That's what they call a DUI. Yeah. No. Well, if you're from if you're from North Carolina and you drive a moped down here, we call that a liquor sickle. And it's for people that have lost their licenses because of multiple uh, what you would call it's driving under the influence of alcohol. My dad has like seven or eight DUIs. Wow. Yeah. He's like what they call an ace driver. Can't be stopped. Yeah. He, you know, born and raised in North Carolina. Won't stop can't stop won't be contained to stop y'all <laughs> all right jake so we watched a movie what movie do we watch wow this is a this really is a new record for us you told me it's and all, i'm going with it it's almost like this was a joke episode <laughs> it wasn't a joke episode but it is something different for the fans to feel like they didn't get everything they wanted and that's what I aim to do here tonight. Yep. Leave everybody wanting more. Yeah. Leave them thirsty. Lamborghini Mercy. My God. So we watched the movie Army of the Dead. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Yes. Directed by him. Um, it's true. His with, name was all over the t- all over that title scene. That's what that. my wife said. She said, oh, my God, whoever Zack Snyder is, he's like all over this. And I was like. Yeah, 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 girl. The intro reminded me of Watchmen because it tells a story about how they got to where they are, which is very cool. The intro you said was probably the best part of the movie. And I current, I agree. Yes. So uh, if you're not aware, uh, we're about to spoil most of Zack Snyder's Zombie of the Dead. Boom. So the basic setup for this is actually pretty simple. It's kind of like a heist movie mixed with uh, Dawn of the Dead. Also directed by Zack Snyder. Boom. Uh, and it's set in Las Vegas. There's a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas. And the U.S. government and military, they move in and they bomb Las Vegas. And they also box it in with like shipping containers. <laughs> and they wall off the city. So there's a zombie outbreak, but they actually contain it. And it seems like they just kind of leave it be for years it seems like five or ten years go by yeah, there's like rules in the city too the yeah. um zombies are, are smarter now you have some your dumb some of them evolve but the other ones are like dried out like husks. dumb dumbs yeah so that was that was pretty neat but that's the setup for this and uh so there's a city that's obviously there's a lot of money still in there 
there's a certain Dave Batista who was uh, he was in the army and uh, a rich Japanese man shows up at his burger place one day. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, Dave Batista, do you want to get $200 million? Nah, bitch, I'm flipping. And he was like, yeah, I want that. And he's like, well, it's in a casino. He's like, I'm down for it. And he'd be like, it's in Las Vegas. And Las Vegas is full of zombies. He's, like, he's like, I've like, been there, done that. Been there, done that. If you watched the intro. I'm going to have to get the team, get, get, get the team back together. So what does he do, Ryan? He gets the team together. He yeah. gets a metrosexual black man, some nerdy white dude. Um, a, a German who listens to opera and cracks locks. Yeah, that's the nerdy white dude. He gets guy. He gets Tignataro, who's no longer Chris D'Elia, but yeah. can still fly helicopters. Which is pretty. I I I thought the acting by that particular character was pretty whack. Uh, wasn't funny. He's got a daughter who uh, she's a humanitarian. He's got a love interest that I just kind of confused with his daughter a couple times. Um, yes she's pretty uh his love interest in this movie is pretty nondescript i would say yeah she's a hispanic she's a latina she and that is all you really can pick up from her uh but they're all so most of these people have served in like the military i guess except for the hispanic guy yeah with the good hair and, and then his old girl and obviously yeah so he's like a i liked his character because he is a uh, like a YouTube celebrity where he's like, he's like Jake Paul, but if Jake Paul was going and like trick shotting zombies, but he was cool. And so was his little buddy. who was like killing yeah. all the zombies. That here's, chick, they should have had her more in the movie. She was way here, cool. Here's the problem I had with that character. The girl. No, the, with the, uh, the guy, the YouTube, YouTube. Celebrity oh yeah. Yeah. With the hair gets famous for doing trick shots on zombies. You can kill three in one doesn't, shot. Doesn't do any trick shots once he goes into Las Vegas. Does he not whenever <laughs> he's... No. He does shoot the barrel and blows up stuff. That's not a trick shot. He just shoots the gasoline can and, and everything explodes. Could you do it? Probably not. Okay, there we but go. I'm not famous for it. Well, there you he's go. He's doing it with like You'll his eyes. You'll never be famous with the attitude like that. What I'm saying is he does it with like his eyes closed. He like jumps and spins and like shoots behind his back and stuff. He just like was like froze and then like shot a gas barrel. It's not a trick shot. But he saw like his buddy die and that chick was fucking hardcore as shit. Yeah, she was she was really cool. So she, that was the best action scene in the whole movie. Was her going to pound town on those zombies? <laughs> so there's also that's pretty much the whole team. There's also like there's Tanaka. Uh, so he's like the Japanese guy who owns the his henchman. He owns the casino and he's got his henchman who is the shadiest guy in this movie, clearly, and everyone recognizes it. But they still bring him along into Come the down, into okay. the mission, anyways. There's also this really rapey. Uh, security guard at like the camp outside of las vegas he was in sons of anarchy he played a little punk rocker was he a piece of shit in that too no he was actually a good dude i Uh, i liked him he just gave off like such fucking scumball it was the mustache yeah it was the mustache (laughs) let's face it ryan you can't trust people with facial hair yep there you go you're fucked (laughs) i'm kind of fucked right now too it's it's hockey playoffs so i'm growing my beard Uh, out so yeah so that's that's the setup for this batista gets the team together he's like i'm gonna go into las vegas oh and the reason they have to get out uh, there's a time limit on this because they're gonna be nuked by the government who want to do on fourth of july but then they were like ah that's that's not a good idea let's bump that up a day so the (laughs) i liked the news coverage in this because when they talked about the president i feel like this was definitely like Zack Snyder came up with this during the Trump era because of the way that he described the president saying it was a campaign promise and then saying uh, doing it on the 4th of July July would have been really, really cool. Nuking Las Vegas. He didn't say anything about grabbing him by the vagina. <laughs> um, and yeah, no, it was... Uh, I, I like the setup for this. The setup of this was really cool. And like you said, the title sequence, uh, while it was really, really long was really well put together really it was the best part of the movie because it told the story and there was a character at the beginning that we never really learned anything about her but her her story kind of brought the characters together right so can i level with you for a second come on get down my level dog the character with the daughter who was just like who was also trick shotting zombies in the beginning of this i thought that was dave batista's wife uh but it wasn't and the reason I was really confused, he might have been romantically involved with that girl. I don't think she. I don't think she was though, because I thought that the little girl was his daughter. And then I realized, I remembered that in the uh, 
thing when they're building the wall at shipping containers they get crushed along with a bunch of other zombies and i was like well that if that's his wife and daughter both of them are dead but his daughter's still alive <laughs> so it's not it's not that confused me a little bit and it's not also not clear how much time has passed between the um between like the opening credits and how long like the the world in las vegas has been like this and I guess I would have liked a little bit, little bit more of that. But I think he absolutely nailed it in terms of setting this up and making me interested in watching it. But I feel like this movie set up something it didn't really deliver on after that. <laughs> kind of like us. It's like almost 20 minutes in. We didn't finish the podcast. Son yeah. of a bitch. Guess we got to start over, right? Oh, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> um, we, could, we could talk about the movie at a slower pace. Yeah, I guess. We, we got all it. the news. We got through it pretty quick. Yeah, we did. Um, we didn't do any of it justice, but this is called Army of the Dead, so we'll just keep talking about the well, movie. It'll, it'll throw you guys for a loop and trade, change it up. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to kind of walk through what I thought about the movie. So the intro, once again, we've established is great. pretty good. Absolute uh, great. I thought zombie uh, titties. It helped. Yeah. <laughs> it helped not rush. Yeah, there were zombie titties. It helped not rush everything. And I almost feel like the music, it was Viva Las Vegas, but I feel like it was like some kind of lounge singer and some girl. And they had the intro posted up and they were singing while watching it because they also um, sang kind of when some shit was going down and kind of um, articulated the singing around what was happening. It was like, Oh no. Yeah. Or something like that. It was like an orchestral version. So it was, it was fast and upbeat. And then it was like kind of slow and kind of like loungy. Yeah. It was and like jazzy. It was really cool. I, I did really enjoy the, I thought the intro was, it reminded me of the watchman where it tells a story yep. and um, it just kind of goes through. I think the watchman intro might be my f- favorite. I just like prefer Bob Dylan over, you know, the cover of that Elvis song. But anyway, um, yeah. And I thought they kind of rushed the team a little bit. I thought that um, I forget the guy's name, but the metrosexual black guy, um, he was, he was like coaching this old white lady in the water whenever they came to get oh, him. Yeah. And I thought I was like, Megan, they're about to make out right now. Cause that lady like whispered some shit in his ear or whatever. He's like, no, I think she was, she was chewing on his earlobe. Well, she probably was Megan in there, but uh, yeah, they put the team together so quickly and I was just kind of like, okay, here we go. Let's just rush to the, the part. There's like this coyote lady who's like taking them in. And then she, she understands like those, how the, like the zombie hierarchy, she understands that there's different types of zombies in the city. Mm-hmm. which was kind of cool yeah she was um definitely the wise one to a fault um so whenever they get in there um the creepy not the creepy dude the uh the henchman rape, the rapey dude nah the oh. henchman i'm just thinking of like what appealed to me in this movie <laughs> oh okay he threw um the they were dude. walking through just people standing around the zombies standing around who were like in hibernation which i thought was kind of cool yeah and uh it made, it made sense too because vegas is hot yeah it's dry <laughs> they get in there they they're not the smartest ones but uh he threw like a glow stick and like fucked her up after she was like i don't trust you and I'm going to watch you the whole way. And he was like, no, you're not going to foil my plan. I'm going to fuck you up. But she went ham on those zombies. She was killing people and dropping them down real slow. And then she just went to town. It reminded me of aliens in the movie aliens. There was like this Puerto Rican chick who uh, wore a bandana. Exactly. Have you seen that movie? You know, aliens. Yeah. It's just, it it has a lot of vibes of that where they're sneaking through there, where they're on the way to like get the queen. There's all the eggs that they can't like, yeah, they're going to hatch. And I think that just, she reminded me of that she was tough as nails. She wore a bandana. So I also got those vibes from that too. Um, I thought she was like the most interesting character. Um, You had a zombie queen, a zombie king. Apparently zombies can have babies. Um, This one can. Yeah. And, after you get beheaded, he was, the, he was then, the original one that they were transporting in the truck. Yeah, which that intro was kind of interesting too. And um, to kind of go on another tangent, the guy that got roadhead crashed into a zombie. It all truck. started with a blowjob. Exactly. That I told Megan that too. I was like, that is how this premises movie goes. It starts with a blowjob. I didn't mind that though. I kind of like. I was like, I like that this whole 
apocalypse started from a really fucking stupid thing happening like that it's like the real world and man they just floored it into that military truck too that and guy blew up must have been loving that because he just pedal just floored it and just crashed right into the who hasn't thing. been there in their lifetime <laughs> one time i drove by a movie exit because i was getting a blow job and i was like we're supposed to go see this movie and I am not going to go see this movie. Just crashed into this military convoy head on. Well, I saved money because it was the movie called The Spirit. It was like, uh, you know, the movie I love that, you know, what it was called. It was um, what was the other movies that were kind of like that? It was uh, Sin City. It was like that black oh, and white yeah. and the red kind of thing. The Spirit yeah. was its own thing. Um, but I eventually saw it and it was totally worth leaving. Driving by <laughs> the exit to get a blowjob. <laughs> um let's see what else um i don't know i i there was some music played so they have to open a lock oh well even prior to that whenever they get the zombies and they keep bringing them upstairs to trip over the booby traps before they go into the vault oh yeah i i did like this part that was kind of a comedic kind of thing because he keeps have he just sighs and keeps having to go up the elevator and get another one yeah <laughs> but the music when they unlock it, it was like my favorite part uh, well, not my favorite part, but I just thought that that music was great. I, it really was fetching for me. And then, um, when, you know, uh, that guy gets eaten by a tiger, that right. was kind of cool, Fucking but deserved it. he did, but I kind of wanted more. I wanted like the, the big bad dude to kill him. Like the main zombie King. Yeah. But he just didn't. I think the reason they did it that way was because he insulted the zombie tiger earlier where he's like, that thing scares me. It's just not natural as yeah. if any of those zombies were natural. But anyways, I'm just in my own head cannon. I just took it as he was talking shit and he got his come up. It's just desserts. Exactly. Um, got his whole face ripped off basically. Yeah, he really did. Um, the other thing that threw me for a loop was, so the guy from sons of anarchy, um, they use him as like a sacrifice. And basically if you come into this town, the zombie town, They'll take the sacrifices. They'll bite them. They'll become like a super zombie. Um, and if they're worthy, I think. Well, they, they he was definitely not worthy, but they made yeah. him. I, I'm not sure how they determine that, but it seems like there's some kind of selection process well, based on they kidnap some people and like hold them somewhere and then come back for them later. So I don't know what the decision making process is, but I don't know either. There's something going on there. Because there, there's some kind of thought about it. Well, there's some, like a pool and then they yeah. lift them up after they've been bitten. There's some kind of ritual going on. But the other zombies, like a lot of them, it seems like are like all they're all dried out. and They're just kind of laying on the ground. And they did say something about when it rains, they like come back to life for a little bit. Reanimate. And I thought that that was going to happen. That would have been cool. But it didn't. They just were like, oh, well, if we mentioned that. Yeah. And they said, how often does it rain? We're like, well, it's Las Vegas. So not that often. So <laughs> yeah, I'd rather see the prequel to this movie than the sequel. I think that they're actually making a prequel to this. Are they? Yes. And there's a comic book as well based <sighs> on this universe. I mean, it wasn't that great. But to, an to answer your point, though, if this whole movie was like the previews, though, I think that that is slightly more interesting to be honest, because I, in almost every zombie movie I've seen up to this point, when the outbreak happens, it just happens. There's like no fight back or anything. And so the world just goes to shit immediately. And so I kind of like that this was for better or for worse. They just bring in the military and start bombing the city immediately. They don't wait around at all. Well, Trump don't play around, man. <laughs> well, they just like destroy it. Grab them by the pussy and destroy it. Immediately just go in and we're like, fuck this place. We're just counting this off as a loss. Like that's, that's just it. Vegas is and done. They built the wall, Ryan. They built the wall all around that city. <laughs> and apparently uh, that seems familiar. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I was trying to hit the back. Listen to your own music. Too. Actually, it was my own music. <laughs> um, so there is something that really bothered the shit out of me. Hit me, Ryan. Because I have a few things that also bothered me about this. So everything was all for none in this movie. Basically, they Ultimately. escape and nothing good comes out of it. Everybody dies for the most part. 
and nobody survives except for one person. The other thing that bothers me is that the lone survivor from inside the city is walking through radioactivity, yet he survives, <laughs> and he's still human. And he's, and he's carried a lot of money, too. He was human for a long time, and then all of a sudden he's like, let's go to Mexico City. And then he just dies. But his scarf is still in place, and that's why I call him the metrosexual black guy, because he's a black guy, and he's also wearing the scarf. And in I'm a, like, In a desert. Yeah, I'm like, who wears this? Then steals their car and doesn't leave them any money. degrees outside today. You don't need to wear a scarf. And he didn't <laughs> die until they got to Mexico City and shit was going down. I was like, oh, here comes the sequel. Yeah. Pretty what lame. If, what if, now hear me out, and I'm not Zack Snyder, obviously. But you could be. But if he's interested in me pitching a sequel for Army of the Dead too, Diarrhea coin. Right. Mm-hmm. Diarrhea coin. It's the entire two and a half hours of the sequel. It's just this guy trying to get out of that airplane bathroom. Yeah, that makes sense to yeah. me because he's a zombie. He doesn't know yeah. how to work things. Exactly. See, was he bit to, by the smart one? Yeah, well, probably. Because he's falling those doors, hand to hand. Those doors lock behind you on aircraft, and they're you have to like jiggle them a little bit uh, to get them out. Yeah. So if he's a zombie and he's not one of the smart ones, he just got bit by one of those randos. We got bit by the smart one. I don't think he in got the bit fight. By. Did he? Yeah, he fought him hand to hand. Also, they're how the then. fuck did he get out of the um, vault? Uh, so one would assume. And again, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a scientist. I, I don't know much about nuclear weapons. But I'm assuming that if the city got nuked, and you can't just walk outside like an hour afterwards, <laughs> right? Uh, and because you know re- radioactive fallout, ash. The temperature uh, of uh, the area that's been nuked is like a thousand degrees or something like it's pretty it's pretty hot. There's some radio little bit of radiation around. You can't just a like a bit. I wouldn't just pop my head outside and go for a stroll. But how could you get out if it's been locked? It, well, you would also think that if the whole building it was like destroyed or you would fall. I think your the, body's still in gravity. The, still if in the effect. underground vault would probably be okay, but I don't think he'd be able to open the latch because it would be buried by, you know, right. the entire building that fell well, upon. They were, they were in a um, <laughs> elevator, right? So they had to go up. Yeah. But the vault was way underground. Was it? <laughs> yeah. I can't. So he could probably part. survive the bomb. But my How point is that there's no way that you could just pop the hatch and then go for a walk through the city that just got new and then straight through the desert. When's the last time he had food or water? Doesn't matter. Cause he found like a, a Trans Am and just drove until he <laughs> were these people drove were not to Utah? worried about any of this. <laughs> yeah. So that was the, uh, it was really interesting that how like everything else was just like normal, basically. Like it was only Las Vegas where there were zombies and everyone was just like, yeah, like, just don't go in there. Like, it's not really that big a deal. Well, it's like, isolated because there's desert all around Because they it. built the wall, Ryan. And Mex- yes. Mexico that- paid for all those shipping containers Whoa. that dropped on Las Vegas. <laughs> and um, I'm starting to think there may be some political themes that Zack Snyder has intricately woven into the fibers of this But it's film. almost too little too late because we've had Biden for... <laughs> We've had Biden now. for like four months, so none of this could possibly be relevant anymore. Yeah, everything's forgotten. Everything's forgotten. Anyways, this part where the zombies went to Washington, D.C., did you see that in the post-credit sequence? No, I didn't. I'm just kidding. I didn't have oh, to. Oh, like, <laughs> I was like, what? No, He's not exactly a master of subtlety is what I'm saying. Well, I know that he went to Mexico City and he was like, oh, shit. What if... Now, hear me out on this one as well. What if he just got bit by a regular person and he's not a zombie? He's just like, oh, maybe I might just have like a headache because I just walked through a radioactive city. Maybe that's why they won't have a sequel. <laughs> bit by a regular person where he's just like, I'm fine, guys. Just looks dead on the cameras like, oh, it was just a regular person that bit me. I, You know, I kind of like his character, though, a little bit because... Um, he had those philosophies and it almost seemed like he was a crazy person and he's been through war and obviously that warped your mind a little bit. I thought that was kind of cool. I liked him and Dieter's relationship because he clearly is like, why are you bringing this kid 
Oh, expanded. The, yeah, act, the actor that plays him is like 40 years old. He's not a kid at all. <laughs> he's, but he's he's like, and so the German guys, the the locksmith, he's like never held a gun. Is but he's also but he's like, like a taking really, people out. Yeah, he's also like a really good shot too. This they need to hire these people for stormtrooper. Yeah, camp. Yeah, they could. Yeah, I thought they would too. shoot Luke Skywalker in a second. Yeah, there would be nothing left. <laughs> there of were, that. Yeah, exactly. That would have been, that would have been pew, a short. Pew. There'd be no trilogy. There'd be a twelve. Star Wars would be twelve minutes long because they'd just shoot him immediately. Done, like, son. Well, wasted. It. It'd we be shot, like <laughs> we shot hot and Leia GTA. too and Chewbacca. <laughs> He shaved all Chewbacca, they need, all they need from is Goonies. All they need is like two Dieters in the Stormtroopers, and that's that's it. Yeah, they must have with some motherfuckers. God, it's so funny. But yeah, I like their relationship and how he, they like kind of like grew to like each other. I knew because, that. I could see that happening. Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, it's going to be, I forget the black dude's name is going to save the German I can't white remember his character's name, name or the actor's name. But it was the flip. I was like, they're going to kill a black guy. I mean, it's classic movie. Like they always do that, but then it wasn't, they kind of split it up. And I also will say that the cast was actually more of a melting pot than just a bunch of white people. I think, I think the cast in general is probably what carried it. I don't think that any of the, some of the cast, well, I don't think any of the interpersonal relationships really were great. Like I didn't buy, but Batista's and his Batista. Um, I didn't buy Batista. him. I didn't buy him and his daughter's relationship. I didn't really understand it because I thought that she got crushed by a shipping container. A he couple was always hours ago. talking about food. And like, he was, yeah, he's talking about cheese. He was like, talking about what? lobster rolls and tofu. And yeah, stuff. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? So at the end, did you definitely think that the first thing he said was going to be about the food truck and where he's trying? He's joking around. I joked to my wife. I was like. He's going to be talking about food. And sure enough, he did. Yeah. I was like, oh, my it's God. Like lobster rolls. I didn't expect it. But at the same time, like I kind of did because <laughs> I was like, just joking. It was like, he laid there and he's dying. I'm like, tofu, tofu. No, no he's like, lobster rolls. Lobster rolls. I figured out what everybody wants. Uh, so, okay. So here are some of the problems I had with this. Oh, also mentioned whenever the helicopter crashes. It we see like we see the helicopter plot pilot. She looks like she's taking a nap. Batista's in there and he's he's talking to his daughter. Right. And then the lady a little emotional. They went and got to save. We seen nothing of her. Right. So that was the other. Qu- Is that- she dead? Is Dieter dead? You didn't see him die in the movie. We did see him die. No, you didn't. It's implied. It's implied, but you he didn't shoved, see him die. He shoves the other guy into the vault as like four zombies jump on top of him. Doesn't mean anything. Right. And if he's bitten by that guy, then he's supposed to become like a crazy zombie. Right. But he got nuked. Did he? I'm just saying. I guess you're right. He could still be in the underground area. Have you seen the first Resident Evil movie? No, I haven't actually. There's one of the guys. He escapes you think he's dead but he escapes in the air ducts and he comes back in the end and like like he eventually dies but yeah he shoots his gun or whatever and saves the day for a little bit <laughs> makes the sound effect and it slips, slips <laughs> <on> <laughs> what if all the stormtroopers in star wars sounded like that when they shot? <laughs> There would be a lot of that. Just people falling down because they got so irritated. <laughs> like, oh my god, you missed me! I'll just stand here. You fucking dare you to hit me? Are you fucking serious? Ow! That's <laughs> so annoying. Ow! <laughs> I mean, how bad could it hurt? Right? Probably pretty bad. I'm sure it wouldn't feel good. Well, if it ever hit you, you're right. Just gonna need like two Dieters out there, though. That's all. Yeah, that's all you need. Just people that have never touched a gun before, that are also just like really good at shooting. Apparently, yeah. What the fuck? Who would have thought that would have happened in this? But what was your problems with the movie? Okay, so here are my problems uh, with this. So, uh, first problem, Uh, it didn't feel like they were in Las Vegas. (laughs) I remember saying that, and I thought the same too. There was one Um, scene where it did take place in like a slot machine area. Yeah. And so I think the biggest part, the biggest problem I have with this is I really like the concept of this where it's like a walled off city 
and Vegas sandbox. Does, does, yeah, it, it is a literal sandbox. <laughs> um, and I feel like they didn't take advantage of that. Uh, and it's probably I'm sure some of that has to do with like licensing or copyright. But I wish that there were more like um, if he, they somehow got the rights for more like like some of the more iconic like casinos and stuff like that. Like I would have liked to have seen seen stuff like like the Hard Rock, yeah, Planet like the Hard Hollywood, Rock, Caesar's Palace. Like there's there's so many like Mandalay, like there's so many different ones that they could have like done, and it made it really look more look more like Vegas and feel more like Vegas. Well, they try and incorporate the tiger from uh, I wish Roy. Siegfried and Roy. I wish there were more, both dead. I wish there were zombie Elvises. There should have been way there more, was a zombie Elvis. There should have been more is what i'm saying king wow. zombie would have been should have been zombie elvis <laughs> maybe that's too on the nose but uh, i, I still was playing zombie at the yeah. end of the movie <laughs> okay so i don't think that that <laughs> i was like wow uh, that was a that was pretty on the nose there <laughs> pretty on the nose i completely. mean completely you couldn't have parked it anywhere else to be that on the nose song's not also not about zombies it's about kids being killed in the the irish uh civil war <laughs> Or the um, what they call it the the thing the conflict between the Protestants and the Catholics in Romeo any, and Juliet. In anyways, um, yeah, that was that was pretty bad, wasn't it? <laughs> I know when it started playing, I was like, "Are you kidding Are me? You kidding me?" Um, uh, yeah, no, and the so the the casino that they're trying to break into and rob uh, and get the money out of the vault is like ten steps inside of the city. Uh, and I feel like I would have liked to see more like outside stuff. Uh, and I would have liked to have seen more like nighttime. Like I know it's probably. That is true. They did not go nighttime. In Las Vegas in the daytime is not nearly as visually impressive as Las Vegas at, at night. You know what but I mean? There was no. Um, I know there's no oh, power. Yeah. And they had they made a big deal about restarting the generator. But somehow I would have liked to have seen like if they could have done it at night somehow i think it would have felt a little more like vegas but again if you're inside it really doesn't if you're inside a casino it doesn't matter but it it just felt like it could have been anywhere you know they could have been in in atlantic city they could have been harris cherokee casino in north carolina Oh. You said they could have been in Harris Teeter. Yeah, whatever you point, said that, I was like, yeah, Harris Teeter, man. Yeah, at, at that point, it, it didn't make... They, I just felt like they didn't utilize the setting enough for for what they were trying to do. Yeah, I think the intro was like the biggest right. introduction the biggest to thing, Las like, Vegas. It's Las Vegas, but you know, after the city's overrun by zombies and they go back in, it was just like, you see like literally like two buildings is all you see the rest of the movie. Their budget probably played into that. I think, see, I, I think that some parts of this movie look really, really good. And there are some other parts that look like fucking shit. <laughs> what is the one that looks like fucking shit? The helicopter crash at the end. It looks awful. And what do you think looks the best scene in the movie? I would say the, the practical effects, like the zombie makeup and stuff. I think all that looks pretty good. Yeah, it did look pretty good. And um, the actors who the, were the zombie yeah. people did look good. The uh, I really liked when they first go in through like the shipping containers and you see like the piles of dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Of all. That looks like <gasps> okay. really good. Got to call this out. So there's the shipping containers and this coyote's taking to them. Right. So and they open a door that's only barricaded by uh, one wood. <laughs> wood. <laughs> only one thing of wood. And so. they've seen this girl coming in and out a whole bunch of times. And they know about it. I'm like, they this know, is literally so know about the guard dumb. knows that she goes in and out of the city multiple times. It's just like, oh, you're in trouble. I guess I'll go in for you guys. It doesn't matter. Like oh my so god you're telling me this entire wall but there's one hole where there's all they have to do is pull some wood off a hole in the wall and that's the only thing keeping the zombies outside from <laughs> how fucking dumb when i seen that i was like are you kidding are me you, this is it that's it <laughs> and i'm pretty sure they left the door open whenever they went into no, they this didn't town. Even close it back yeah you <laughs> born in you're a barn? Abs- Get out of here. Absolutely right. They did they didn't like, close it back. <laughs> what, I mean, this would have been breached a long time ago. <laughs> it's been like 
I don't know how long, but it's implied that it's been like 10 years or something because his his daughter's all grown up or, or whatever. Um, like it's been multiple years. There's since these things this called plot holes. I don't know if Zack Snyder knew about them, but movie uh, is full. so this is the thing that bothered me the most was some of the some of the plot holes and the leaps in logic. So the, literally the main thrust of this movie is there is money that they need to get out and they only have like 36 hours to do it or less or less because, because it ends up being because less. spoiler alert, as we said, they wind up moving up the bombing because there was like the, they cut away. The news was like, Oh, the president said he's not going to do it on the 4th of July. So they're going to do it a day early. So they went from having like an extra 20 hours to them literally going like, Oh, that's like 90 minutes from now. <laughs> and he's still trying to crack the safe. And then they go down there and like, hey, are you done yet? And he messes up and has to do it over again. <laughs> and it takes <laughs> they, another 30 minutes. They lose like, yeah, they lose another half hour. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, so the the big the big problem I had with this is that uh, Tanaka, the, the Japanese casino owner, he is mostly interested, as it turns out, the big twist in this is that he doesn't really care about the money. Also, first, very early on, they realized that he has sent other teams in there to try to do the same thing. Yes. Um, because they left the blueprints to the safe just on the first table inside of the casino that they could find. Well, they wasn't just, that the other thing, too, where they found people who were in there and they were like, what if it's just us and we're in this constant like. Well, that was what, again, I cannot remember his name, but that was the char- the character you liked. He was talking what if it's us from a future or past timeline we're just stuck in this perpetual loop over and over again and that gave, that part gave me anxiety just the way that he was describing it like it was just like some kind of they were just trapped in this purgatory where they have to do this same mission over and over again but then he was like boom he pressed the button and it just like blew, blew up everything up yeah i like that part there there's there are some really good parts to this movie but so anyways, so Tanaka, what the big twist is he doesn't care about the money, but he wants zombie DNA and he wants to sell it to the government because the government is interested in the government's also there too, right? They're also anyway, anyways, they're interested in getting zombie DNA because they want to train these smart zombies to form this really strong, unstoppable army. Of course. Okay. So. Tanaka makes a really big deal about Las Vegas is a no fly zone, but you can fly out of it because there's a helicopter after they get the money. They're supposed to go to the roof, fly out of on the helicopter before the city gets nuked. In one of the scenes where he calls Dave Batista, he's he hangs up and he's just sitting in his house with like four generals or whatever from the military. So the military is <laughs> cooperating on this plot. So why? the hell did they need to make this a big secret? They could have literally just said, we are searching. Trump was like, let's burn it down. They could have just said, we're searching the city to make sure there's nobody else in there before we nuke the place. Nope. They didn't even have to make a big deal about it. It doesn't even have to be suspicious. So the whole no fly zone thing, I didn't understand. And also, so they're after the smart zombies, the zombie queen who is at, we it turns out was pregnant with a zombie kid. We she is literally like the first zombie that we see in this movie. Great and makeup. It, and and again, great makeup, but also they meet her 12 feet after they walk into the city. Well, they sacrifice so, some man. All they needed to do was shoot her with like a blow dart and like pull some DNA out and they're done. They didn't have to go But the in. other people's incentive was to go in there and get the money. And get the so. money. But why could you not like they didn't need to chop off anybody's head. All they needed was the DNA. And also they sent in the most suspicious guy who nobody trusted and who was, he was active, the head of security he was Jake. actively killing people and sabotaging the mission. He was the head of security. Ugh. And he gets a head and then he gets his own head bit off later in the movie. He does. That is. An I just effect. I didn't I didn't understand why they had to go round and round in circles like that. And so it found the big twist was that all that was pointless. They wind up movie was pointless and they wind up like most of the team and all of, well, actually all of the team gets killed. They all get picked off one by one. The daughter, 
except for the daughter. And she's the only one who B- Dave Batista didn't want to. Batista, man. Batista, you, man. You keep saying Batista. It's like uh, me and uh, the big Lebowski, but it's Lebowski. Dave Batista. Batista. Dra- yeah. Anyways, Drax told his daughter that you can't Drax go in Drax told his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you can't go in here because you're going to get him. Shawn Michaels showed up with Triple H and he said, <laughs> hey man, Ric Flair, there's something, there's something messed up about that guy. And then everybody looked at Vince McMahon. <laughs> uh, she, one of her like friends in the camp, she's like, She's like, I'm going in to get money for my kids. And then they get kidnapped by zombies. So that's the only reason she wants to go in. And she just bounces at the last minute. And then everybody, the, all the zombies wind up going in to the vault because they're smart. And they beheaded the zombie queen or whatever. And so head zombie in the cape gets pissed. He and, wears a cape and a mask. So he's So here's how you know he's a smart zombie. He's got a metal helmet. And they shoot him in the metal helmet. And they're like, fuck. Shoot for the heart. Well, you have to destroy the brain. That's the only thing that could kill him. Shoot for the... Well, no, 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 no. You could take a big rock and hit him in the head. We'd establish that. They did. But guess what? He's got a helmet on. Yeah. You can chop their head off and it still doesn't matter. Yeah, but I mean, you just don't stand close to him. Right. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, But you can take that head and then drop it off the side of a building and it will splat like a big old watermelon, won't it? Yeah, it will. (laughs) It'll Why do we know? Because it happened in the movie. I liked the sound effect on that too, where it just went. Yeah. I like how they put her head in there and then you could tell like the actress's head was like yeah. in, in like the floor or whatever. But then anytime they showed it, it was animatronic. I also liked that how, so the coyote, she wants, she gets wise to his, like his thing. She figures out what's going on uh, and she replaces it with like a, cash machine yeah it's a cash and counter. this fucking idiot can't tell the difference between the weight of it because at she first weighed I thought, it and double checked I, at first i thought he just was carrying around an empty bag and then just didn't realize it until the end there was, was like, a scene where she looked at it and looked at the bag <laughs> well he doesn't realize it till he's like he gets he's like fucked everyone else over and he's like all right time to go kill the helicopter pilot and fly out of here i guess and he's in the parking deck and then pulls it out and he's like Oh, he no. pulls it out. He pulls Here's my it, dick. And then he pulls the cash machine out. <laughs> and then he puts it, his dick in there and it feels good. And mm. it's like a five minute scene that you just can't unsee. Yeah. And then the tiger shows up. And it's like, I love when people <laughs> look at money and they're like $10,000. This is the most money I've ever seen. And I've worked at like a bank before. Right. And I've worked at Lowe's and we both worked in the cash office. Yeah. And, and I'm like, like, we've seen more money than that. on. Like, I know. If, I'm just like, come on, man. And also, if anyone's planning on robbing a grocery store, I'm going to tell you right now, don't bother. You're going to get away with like three grand, but it's not worth. it's not the kind of money worth going to jail over. It's not. Unless like, you don't, don't get caught. Yeah, exactly. If, unless you do like 20 grocery stores in a night, which you're not going to do. <laughs> My sister got robbed one time at uh, a place she worked. I won't say the name of the place because um, they weren't really high on security. And they were high on life. They, yeah, they didn't really have any cameras. And, so and they came in there and told her to give. They told her to give them all the money and pulled out a gun. And she had to walk to the back of the store and they left. And I guess they hit the highway um, as soon as they left and they were never found. And there was no camera system. Wow. I'd been really pissed off if someone killed my sister. I'd like beat the shit out of them. As you should. I mean, you can kill my brother. I mean, I don't care. Whatever. (laughs) I don't really talk to that guy anymore. But my sister, that's a different story. Yeah. Uh, anyways, $200 million though, quite a lot of money. Yeah. But is it worth your life? They very clearly, um, do not get away with most of it. They very clearly don't really get away with their lives. And, uh, Dave Batista. There you go. You got it. Now we have a complex about this. Lebowski. Uh, I got it right too. Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio. Defanio. <laughs> Defanio show. Gwen <laughs> Stefani. <laughs> um Yeah, so he winds up uh he stows like what, like twenty grand or something in his, his vest and was like, Here, get, so get, get kids what's your name's kids out of here. Well Anyways, little did I, you know they've been nuked already. No, they got evacuated because they were in the camp and they were bussing people out of there. But were they? I think. 
I never saw them get on the bus, but I'm assuming that's what happened. Yeah. I liked their plan to infiltrate the city too, where he was just like, I'm just going to go say what up to my daughter. And I know there's a hole in the wall somewhere and we'll just walk. Yeah. And we'll hop in a bus and it'll all be good. Hey, there's a guy over here. that has a fucking chainsaw and he'll cut like shit. Zombies. uh, They can like, they can climb buildings, but they can't climb like that 10 foot wall. Yeah. How's that work? I don't know. Because I feel like you could stack the bodies. Right. But maybe they just enjoyed their form, haven. They could form like a human pyramid. Well, they enjoyed their kingdom, right? They, so they kind of did. And uh, the uh, the character that was the coyote, uh, she was she made a big point of that. Where it'd be like, they, you guys think that this is their prison, but this is their kingdom. Yeah, they so enjoy that. Maybe maybe that was. And it. they had a set of rules that she trusted more than real people because they abided by their rules, whereas. They didn't in People the real fuck world. fuck each other over. Yeah. Which they constantly do in this movie. But yeah, so ultimately, you know, I think that was the big problem I had with it was that the setup, like the world building was cool, but the plot, when you start to actually analyze it, makes no sense. And it's full. It's just absolutely as full of holes as that one zombie that just got turned into Swiss cheese in the, the introductory sequence where they just really just pulverize town it's like it just like if the military knew about it i I don't understand why they needed to go to these links i don't understand why they had to fake a heist to get people in there to then get dna and i don't understand why they had to send another guy in there to go with them to kill everybody else and then get dna and then come out it seems like they could have just paid like three people really well to just go in there and get one of the smart zombies and then just come back out because again, they, the first, the queen zombie is one of the first ones that they seen and they were in there for like five minutes. So they could have done this whole operation in about like 35 minutes and just like walked back out and not had to do any of that other shit with the casino or rot or crack in the safe or any of that. And again, Tanaka owns the fucking casino, so he could have just gave them the the passcode to the safe. <laughs> Once again, <I> <laughs> this movie started with a blowjob. <laughs> I don't know why we're expecting it to be more complex than that. Yes. <laughs> it was a blowjob. And that's all I can say about it. I also will mention that the fact in the beginning of the movie, whenever everything blows up sky high at the beginning, the door opens to where the zombies at. It's just one zombie. Right. But the door opens like there's like a special lock and shit on it. And all of a sudden it just opens. It only opens if there's a car accident. <laughs> yeah. And it just opens like very dramatically. It wasn't instantaneous. It was just, like. Yeah. Thump. It was like throwing you, you. You know how people make fun of their dicks and they like just throw their arm on the table and it's just like a thump. It's so that's pretty like much what that, that was. It was just it thump. It sound like that. Um, I think it's hit. I feel like this movie is it's it's thinking it's more unique and suggesting that whatever the zombie virus or mutation is is alien in nature because it, they did say that they were coming from area 51 uh but i think that there's tons of stuff out there that was like oh no like zombie alien virus well like, if they show the prequel and it was area 51 it'd be like we're in the fucking yeah, just so it's fucking forsyth medical hospital yeah, it's, there's it's, nothing a definitive about it it's heavily implied it's like either an alien virus or something to do with aliens that made people into the smart zombies at least i would say this and movie so, is not that great it really thinks it's got an original idea there it did not feel like two and a half hours. I will say that it that movie went by and I was like, holy shit, we're already an hour and a half into yeah. it. Fuck. It is still too long for what it is, but it, it it does. When you sit down and watch it, it's engaging enough that I kept watching it. I never I wasn't bored at any point. I wasn't bored either. It lagged at a few points where like, again, where we're talking about the like feelings, pe- people. Yeah. And it's that part where. Like, I understand they're trying to make you feel for these characters, but they're not. Did you really feel anything? No, not really. They're performed well enough that it's it's enjoyable to watch. But no, I didn't connect with them on any sort of emotional level. If that's when Batista's what. old lady died <laughs> and they flipped her head around the other way. Yeah, I was, I was just, just like, like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> 
And she, it happened so suddenly. I almost like laughed, like, okay. Like they really tried to go for an emotional moment. And 30 seconds later, she gets her head, like her spine gets like rotated 180 degrees and part of her vertebrae sticks out of her neck. Yeah. And it pops out and it's like yeah. a gush of blood. Yeah. I was like, okay, I see you, Zack Snyder. I see you. Um, overall though, what would you, what would you give it? Five out of 10. I'd say probably a six out of 10. It's not bad. I would watch it's, it again if it was on TV and you know, I didn't have anything better to do, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. I wouldn't either, but it is on Netflix and you don't have to pay to uh, to watch it. Yeah, my uh, parents of, pay for that. Yeah, unless, of course, you, you pay for your own uh, Netflix subscription and you're not password Lame. sharing. Um, Who but is that? It's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but I feel like... If Too many it, plot holes for me. If it, it needed to be better in a couple different areas. And I feel like, uh, again... A lot of Zack Snyder stuff, it's trying to do too many things at once. Whereas if this were a heist movie with zombies and it was if this was Zombieland and Oceans Eleven, I think that's a better movie. If it were 90 minutes it's and it's funnier. If it because there are some funny moments, but there aren't enough of them. There are some serious moments in this movie, but again, there's not enough of them. It's tonally all over the place. And I would have preferred just stick with one or the other. This back and forth, the inconsistencies in tone, in in writing, in character portrayals, and even in like where they set rules in the world and then break them ten minutes later. Like, yeah. just figure out what this needs to be and trim some of this fat. And none like, of the characters are that interesting. They're not. That, they're not that compelling. They're they're fine for what they are. They're plot devices basically but <laughs> they didn't mention the girl who died at the beginning that they were like all about no no there's multiple characters where they were like here's my family portrait and now i'm killing zombies and now i'm getting a shipping container dropped on my head like it <laughs> you did no one cares um i would just more one or the other I, either way and, i think it should have leaned more on the funnier side yeah. and drama side Cut half an hour out of this, and it, it's the same movie. Honestly, like it, it could have, they could have, but easily. maybe more likable. Yeah, but exactly, make it better. Um, but yeah, no, I, I still sort of recommend it. You know, if you you don't have anyth- anything new to watch, it is a decent watch. But I wouldn't. I feel like action movies. I think this is good. Um, Some of the action sequences are, are pretty good. Like I, said, the, the intro is really what gets me. I mean. The intro, you always have to have a good intro and a good outro. And I think the intro was superior to the outro. And superior the meat of it, pretty much after the intro, it's like kind of downhill from there. Yeah. But if that were just a short movie and that was like, if it was just a long music video, it'd be pretty fucking sick. If that was yeah, the whole I think thing, that would so. be a good intro for <laughs> anybody. Like if you were yeah. doing like a trailer intro or, to intrigue people, yeah, you start out with that. I, you get like a million people watch, especially when yeah. coronavirus is going on. People would love that because yeah. they have nothing else to do. And again, I, it, this is promising. I liked the world that it set up, but it just didn't deliver on it. It, it didn't did. deliver on the setting or any of the stuff it kind of set up in the beginning. Just watch Tiger King again. Yeah, just watch Tiger King. Watch Tiger King again. <laughs> That's going to be our recommendation every time we don't like something. Just watch Tiger King. You know, again. I'd be interested in watching that again because that story was just crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm going to watch it sober this time. <laughs> I'm going to watch it not sober this time. And it'll probably make more sense. <laughs> Would it? It might. I mean, my man was trying to get a pardon from Donald Trump, and I was like, do you see the things in Vanton here? Campaign manager said, I knew he was batshit crazy when I met him at the Walmart. I think they're making a movie about him, like a parody movie, but... No fucking way. (laughs) I think Rob Lowe was supposed to be involved or something. What? I mean, this is like when it first came out, and people were like, oh, might as well strike when the iron's hot. Oh, that's it. I would love to see... He's what if Rob Lowe isn't Joe Exotic, but he's one of the tigers. He's <laughs> crawling around. He's just, wow, I'm a he just painted his face and put whiskers on. Like, this is upsetting. <laughs> you burned down this TV studio, mm, Joe how Exotic. How dare you do that? There was some alligators owned by Michael Jackson in there. <laughs> 
formerly owned by Michael Jackson and the Joe Exotic TV studio mm. and Alex, Alligator. Mm, but that thing habitat. was burnt to the ground. <laughs> Under mysterious circumstances. Witches. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to add about Army of the Dead? This um, twenty-minute episode that was actually an hour and I know more than an hour. <laughs> Fuck you, man! You would could have gone faster. People are going to be so confused when we rushed through the news and then talked about this forever okay, because this it okay was so interesting. Average movie for fifty minutes. <laughs> um, I will say that this movie was a pass. <laughs> It gets a hall pass on you. Yeah, I feel like you could watch something better. Yeah. I, uh, well, yeah, obviously there are better movies out there, oh, but yeah. it's decent. And there is it's some new. cool stuff in here. Uh, just uh, YouTube the first five minutes of this. Or you if, could just watch it on like. Yeah. Or you know what? If you've got Netflix. somebody, if you have a Netflix or if you have somebody's Netflix login, which probably you do. Uh, yeah, just watch like the first little bit of this. It is it is pretty cool and it is it is well made for the most part. Um, but yeah, just some uh, potential that it doesn't live up to, in my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of like promising that there's going to be something that may be better than what it is in the bedroom, and then not delivering on it, and right. then crying into a link cuisine. Neither one of us would ever know what that's like. So. Yes, because our dicks are huge and tremendous, according to Trump. Tremendous. And Mexico paid for it. Why Guys, would Mexico pay for our dicks? We'll we'll answer that on a later episode. We're out of time. Oh. We're out of time, Ryan. We can't we can't go into that right now. But oh. uh Ryan, anything else you want to add this week? No. Or next week. No. All right, good deal. Well, next week even shorter. There you go. Uh guys, thanks for listening. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate up to this point. Night tea, night, and bitches. Until next time, folks. <laughs> <laughs>